If you enjoy this podcast and any of our others from Noodle Mix Network, please nominate three of our top shows in the 11th Annual People's Choice Podcast Awards before May 1st. For quick nomination instructions and voting reminders, go to noodle.mx slash podcast awards. And thank you for your support. The Productive Woman, Episode 87. Hello and welcome to this episode of The Productive Woman. My name is Laura McClellan and this is a podcast dedicated to productivity for busy women. My goal is to help you find the tools and encouragement you need to manage your time, life, stress, and stuff so you can accomplish the things you care about most and make a life that matters. Thanks so much for joining me. In this episode, we'll be talking about some questions we can ask ourselves to help improve our productivity and make our lives a little better and more meaningful. You'll find links and additional information in the show notes for this episode at theproductivewoman.com slash 87. Among other things, you're going to find some articles that I found after I had done the outline and come up with my questions for this episode. Apparently, this topic isn't very original, and there are some really good articles that uh, come at the topic from different angles and offer some additional insights. So check that out in the show notes at theproductivewoman.com slash 87. Before we start, I do want to follow up on the little announcement that uh, played at the beginning of the show. Nominations are open for the 11th Annual People's Choice Podcast Awards. You can find that information at podcastawards.com. But they're only open until May 1st. So on the date that this will be published, there are just a few days left to nominate your favorite podcasts for the award. And um, sorry about the, the late notice. I really didn't find out about it until not very long before I was able to record this episode. If you like the show, if you like The Productive Woman, I'd appreciate it if you'd consider nominating it in the business category, as well as a couple of other great shows from the network in their respective categories. For information on how and where you can nominate them, as well as to get reminders to vote after the nominations are closed, visit noodle.mx slash podcast awards. And I really do thank you for your support. So now let's get going on the main topic for this episode. One key to living a truly productive life could be called mindfulness or awareness, being aware of what you're doing and why you're doing it and making purposeful choices. That's why it's possible to be busy without being productive, or at least it's part of the reason why. Doing lots of stuff, but not accomplishing anything that really matters to you. And so part of the the way I have been trying to be more productive and more mindful and more intentional about what I am doing in my life is to ask myself some questions during the course of the day or the week. And some of those are going to be included in this, but I thought it would be maybe helpful to talk about some of the questions that we can ask ourselves to be to make ourselves be more aware and more mindful about how we're living. And I threw these questions kind of into a few different categories. So the first one would be questions to ask yourself to zero in on your priorities. And so, you know, in no particular order, one of the questions that I ask myself from time to time is, if I had one month to live, how would I spend that month? 
you know, and you can, you could spread it out and say, you know, if I had one year, how, how would I spend that year? What activities would I be doing? What would I focus my time and energy and attention on? That, that really helps you if you imagine that and think about that really seriously. It helps the things that really matter to you kind of rise to the top and above the noise of all the other stuff that is going on in life. And so that's question number one under under the questions to zero in on your priorities is if you had one month or, you know, or one year, how would you spend that time? What would you be doing? Who would you be with? How would you want to be um, using up the last time that you had on the earth? Second question under this priorities category was, how do I want to be known by the people I care about most? And this is, um, I got this inspiration from a, a life planning thing that Michael Hyatt did a few years back. And it really made me think that, you know, they're an exercise of sitting down and, and thinking about if your your husband or, you know, the person you're with um, was going to describe you or your children or the people you work with or your parents or whoever is important in your life how would they describe you? What kind of person would they say you are? And is that how you want them to describe you? How would you want to be remembered? And it's kind of a, you could put it in the terms of kind of a morbid exercise, I guess. And if, if there was a memorial service in your honor, how would you want the people who spoke to talk about you? To me, that's a really profound question, and it it goes to the heart of the kind of person I want to be and uh, makes me think about whether I'm doing the things that that kind of person would do. So that's a question to consider. Another question to ask yourself to zero in on your priorities, and there are others I I should have said at the beginning, I, I just kind of decided to confine confine it to three questions under each of these categories. And there's any number of ways you could do this, but these were the three I picked. And so the third one that I put under this category of questions to help me zero in on what's my priorities, what's really important to me, is who is someone important to me that I haven't spent time with lately? And um, for me, honestly, uh, you know, the first person that came to mind is my mom. Um, she she lives near to our farm, but I think I've said in the past that for the last um, year or so, couple years actually, um, we have an apartment in town. We, I, my law office is in Dallas, but our home is about 50 miles away. And for seven years, I, I did that commute back and forth every day. But a couple years ago, Mike and I decided, let's get an apartment closer to the office. And so I stay here during the week. It's where I record the podcast and it's, you know, 10 minutes to work instead of an hour plus. But my mom lives very near our, our farm, our home. And I haven't had a lot of time to spend with her. And so I have to be purposeful about finding that time because, again, I don't want to be morbid here, but none of us is getting any younger and she's not going to be here forever. And so it's become a priority that I want to be more intentional about to take advantage of the fact that she's here, she's healthy, she's near me, and make sure that I am spending time with her. Uh, uh, while I can. 
So those are, you know, three questions that help me kind of focus in and, and zero in on what my what's really important to me. And since as we talk about it on the show, productivity isn't just about checking things off your to-do list, but it's about doing the things that make a meaningful life, focusing your time, energy, and attention on those things that are really high priority to you, to me is really, it's the definition of a productive life. So that's why I put, I guess why I put that category of questions first. But, uh, so those are some questions you can ask about that. The next category, I guess, of questions that I thought about was questions to clarify your dreams. We've talked in the past about how important it is to have um, a goal in mind, to have a destination in mind. We we create that uh, based on our priorities, so that's why I started with that. But but where where do you want to go in life? What things do you want to accomplish in the years that you have left to yourself? And to me, that starts with you know those sort of dreams, those objectives, those those big things that are out there long-term maybe that I want to accomplish. And there are lots of ways you can look at that and questions you can ask yourself to help you sort of uh, clarify what what really is the dream. Because I maybe you're like me and you think about lots of different things that you could do, but what really matters? What do I really want to do? And so one question is kind of, kind of a cliche, but it's worth thinking about um, to set aside the obstacles or the barriers that keep us from thinking we can pursue those things we dream about. Let's daydream a little bit and ask, ask ourselves, if money was no object and I knew I couldn't fail, what would I do? And when I ask myself that question, there are a couple of things that come to mind that kind of scare me. They are, you know, so so maybe you have something like that too. And I'm betting that like me, that's a dream of yours. That's something that you that you dream about but think is not attainable. And I would say, you know, let's take a minute and write that down. And even though it seems impossible because money is an object and I might fail, you know, um, those are the two obstacles that, that uh, come to mind immediately. But what if, what if I could do it? What if you could do that thing that you've dreamed about but you think it's impossible? Spend a little time thinking about that uh, and maybe, you know, get with somebody and do some creative daydreaming and creative brainstorming about ways to get past the obstacles that immediately come to mind. So if money was no object and I knew I couldn't fail, what would I do? Another great question that I had, that is kind of the reverse of this, and I, you know, I, I'm kind of stealing this. I'm not stealing it. It's just a great idea. It's in a book. It's public. This, this I learned from Brene Brown in one of her books. She asked it another way. What am, what am I doing? What do I do? Or what do I dream of doing that I would do or, or would try even if I knew I would fail? What is so important to you, so worth it, that you do it even though you knew you couldn't succeed, that it would be worth giving it a shot, it would be worth investing your time in, 
even if you knew it wasn't going to be a rousing success? I think that's an awesome question because it, it really helps crystallize what's important to me. And, and maybe, maybe failing isn't the, the right word in the context that I think of it, but to me, love is worth the effort, worth the attempt, even when it's hard, even when it fails. It's not a loss. It's worth loving people, even knowing they're going to hurt you, I guess, is a way of looking at it. Um, and so to me, that question kind of always brings to mind relationships and people and how those are worth it. They're worth our time and our energy and our attention, even though they're hard and even though pain can come out of them. Um, getting a little philosophical, aren't I? <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, so that's a second question to help you clarify your dreams. And, and it kind of helps clarify your priorities too, I guess. If, if something is worth doing, even though you can't be terribly successful at it. I think of my friends who are writers who, you know, dream of publication, but aren't published yet. And yet they write every day and they have written, you know, one or two or, you know, many more novels that have not yet been published, but it's so important to them. It's such a dream of theirs that they're going to do it. Even if they don't get published, they will sit and write because it's part of who they are and part of what makes them who they are. So another question to help you clarify your dreams, and, and I don't mean this to be a morbid one, but again, this is sort of putting, projecting your future self a little bit and, and then looking back. And so the question is, when I look back from my life on, from my deathbed, what will I wish I had done? And again, for me, a couple of things come to mind, things that I have thought about or wanted to do but have been afraid to try or have been afraid to do um, so far. And when I put myself in that position of being kind of in the last hours of my life and looking back, will I regret not having tried? Will I regret not having done whatever this thing might be? And, and so it's a great way to get some perspective on the things that you're doing, the things that you're trying or avoiding trying um, to help you clarify what your dreams are. So those are those three questions. The next set of questions are some questions to help repair our routines. And, you know, as, and this is really getting more down to kind of the nitty gritty day to day of how we're getting stuff done or not, as the case may be. And so questions that we can ask ourselves to see if what we're if, if the way we're living our life is working and is as productive as we would like it to be. And so one question to ask then is, what's the most frustrating thing in my life right now? Is it an activity? Is it a relationship? Is it a messy space in your home or your office that's just making it really hard to get stuff done? Is it a tool or a system that just doesn't work for you? And I've got a couple things like that for me right now, you know, a couple things that are frustrating. Uh, it's a, one example is at my office, I um, have to type certain emails. I send them several times a week and it's just frustrating that I, you know, have to retype them every time. And so as I 
you know, as I was thinking about these questions for this episode and I thought about that question, I thought, okay, well, why don't I invest a little bit of time to create templates that I can just plug in and not have to retype them every time? So, you know, one of the implied questions or the, the question that goes with each of these questions in this set are, and what can I do about it? So what's the most frustrating thing in your life right now and what can you do about it? What steps can you take to remove that friction, that frustration, that um, uh, slowdown in your productivity? Taking the time to think about that and put some, uh, you know, take some remedial action, so to speak, to remove that frustration, to remove that friction will make your life go more smoothly and be therefore more productive. So that's question number one under the questions to repair your routines. Question number two under this set is, what's the biggest time waster in my life right now? Where, where am I wasting time? Is it meetings at work that don't go anywhere, that just drag on and on? Is it TV? Am I wasting time watching TV or on social media? Is, am I losing time because of lost or misplaced items because life's, you know, my space is just so disorganized and I don't have a plan for uh, corralling things? Is it missed appointments? Am I wasting time because I'm late or, you know, miss appointments or forget things? And again, what can I do about it? For each of those things, there are steps we can take once we've identified where am I wasting time. And, and I, I want to say that it's important to keep in mind, I don't think that, you know, every time you sit down to watch TV, it's wasting time. Or if you're, you know, sit and read a book, I don't believe we're supposed to be doing, 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 doing all the time. That's not how I de- define productivity because we all need some amount of downtime and you, you know, you can decide what that is for you. But, but so I'm not trying to, in, in the things I'm listing, I'm not trying to say this is how you're wasting time, but look at your life. Those are examples of things that maybe you are not using time. Well, um, even if it's your recreation time, maybe you're not using it well. And what can you do to improve that? And the third question uh, for for helping us repair our routines and make our day-to-day life better is, what activity in my life brings me the most joy? What, what, am, what am I doing when I think, look at my schedule or my look at my to-do list or however you want to look at that? What makes me smile every time? What do I look forward to the most? What regular activity or occasional activity uh, or commitment or project or whatever. What brings me the most joy? And the follow-up questions to that one are, you know, can we arrange things to do more of that, either by changing our schedule or by delegating or deferring or dropping certain projects and commitments to clear out time to do those things that really bring us joy? Um, So, you know, again, something to think about in making your day-to-day better. And Um, Then the next category is questions to focus your efforts, to focus your your attention and your energy. Um, These are how we can be more kind of on top of things to be productive in that sense. And this this is a question I try to, the first one is a question I try to ask myself 
at either in the evening for the next day or first thing in the morning as I'm looking at my my project list. And that is if I could accomplish, if I only get to accomplish one thing today, what should it be? And do that thing first. So of all the things that are calling for your attention, what if, um, you know, suddenly everything changed and you you thought you had an eight hour day to get all these different things done, but now you've, you've lost most of the day for some reason and you're only going to have time to do one thing on your list. What is that thing? For, and and again, it's for whatever reason you might you might want to think about why is that the thing? Uh, because why is important, and we're going to talk about that in a minute. But but that's um, the point is to to make your day more focused and more productive in the sense of accomplishing what really matters. Ask yourself that question: If I could accomplish only one thing today, what should it be? And then do that thing first. Second question that it's important is important to ask really every day is what step will I take today toward accomplishing one of my goals? And there are some questions sort of behind that one though. Have you set some goals? Have you written them down? Have you reviewed them lately? If you've done those things, then it it's easy each morning or, again, you, if you'd like to do your review and your prep the night before uh, for the next day, to look at that list, to look at your goals, remind yourself of what you're trying to work toward and what's the next step on one of those goals. Which one am I going to do today? Again, you may do more than one, but but at least one every day. We should be taking one step toward one of our goals. And so that's an important question to ask yourself. And here's a question that I try to ask myself several times a day. And this is really an important thing, I think, in terms of being mindful, of being aware, of being intentional about how I'm using my time and my energy and my attention. And and the question is, you know, wherever you are, whatever's going on, whatever you're doing, stop for just a moment and say, is what I'm doing right now the best use of my time, energy, and attention? And if the answer is yes, awesome, keep going. But if it's not, how can you change it? What, why is it not the most or the best use right now? Is it because it's something somebody else could do and you're just doing it uh, to avoid asking someone else or to avoid doing something else that you should be doing. Um, how can you change if, if as you ca- go through the day and whenever you catch yourself and ask that question, if you realize what you're doing is not the best use of your time or your energy or your attention or all three, then how can you fix that? Can you delegate that to somebody else? Can you set that aside and f- and turn your time and your energy and your attention towards something that is more important, a more uh, productive use of your of those things, of your resources? So I, I just think that's a it's for me anyway. I get kind of on a roll of doing things, a routine, a habit of doing things in a certain order or picking up the next thing or whatever's coming at me, you know, the phone rings or someone comes into my office or, you know, my, uh, my, something dings at me, social media, and I can get distracted by just all the stuff coming at me. And so I, I have a note that I've put up to 
catch my attention and remind me to ask myself this question, is what I'm doing right now the best use of my time, energy, and attention? And the last category is really, there's just one question, and and it really is the most important question of all, I think, and it applies to all of the others. And that question that we should ask ourselves frequently is why? Why are we doing the things we do? Is it out of habit or is it out of a thoughtful, purposeful, and intentional plan for my day, for my hours, for my life? Why am I doing the things that I do? Uh, Why do we want to do the things we've set as goals? Our why is what will keep us going when we face obstacles. And so it's so important, clear back in that whole, you know, when we set our goals, to have a reason why, why that goal. Of all the things we could have chosen to set as a goal or an objective for our life, why that one? Why is that important enough for me to commit to it? Uh, be, and and to re- write down the why and have it in front of us and ask ourselves, remind ourselves of the why when things get hard and the obstacles are there and we feel like giving up. Reviewing the why will keep us going. And why are we not doing the things we say we want to do? Uh, this is a question I have to ask myself and it's something I'm working through right now because I have... Um, you know, for various reasons, I mean, this is just an example, for various reasons, uh, some of it related to a a too busy schedule at various times, some of it due to physical issues. I've had a pinched nerve in my back and different things. So I haven't been able to work out. And I feel the, the effects of it in a lot of ways. I feel sluggish. I feel not as healthy. I have gained weight. Um, you know, I'm going to be I'm going to turn 56 years old next month, and it's not as easy to um, to keep weight off as it was when I was much younger. And so I know it's important to me to work out regularly and to eat well, but I haven't been doing it. And so I am having to ask myself, why am I not doing that? It's easy to just sort of throw it off and say, well, I'm just lazy. Um, but, you know, I accomplish other things. So why am I not doing this thing? And I'm, I'm, you know, this isn't a therapy session, so I'm not going to go into it all now, but it's a question I have to ask myself when I say something's important to me, but I'm not doing it. Why is that? Is it not really that important? Or am I scared of it? Or do I think I can't do it? Those are things we need to ask ourselves, and I would I would encourage you to ask yourself that question, those questions as well, to spend some time thinking about those. So those are some questions um, that I think help us. They help me. I hope they'll help you to ask ourselves to keep our lives on track, to be more productive, more meaningful, to make those lives that matter. But what do you think? Do you ask yourself these questions or others that help you get and stay productive? How do you stay focused on doing the things that matter to you? I would love to hear your thoughts on this topic. So a um, couple of different ways you can share those with me. If you don't mind sharing your, your questions or your comments publicly, you can do that in the comments section of the show notes for this episode. 
which you'll find on the website at theproductivewoman.com slash 87. You can also post a comment or a question on the Productive Woman's Facebook page, and I will watch and I respond to both of those. If you'd like to share your thoughts with me privately, you can email your questions, comments, or suggestions to me at feedback at theproductivewoman.com, or you can leave a voice message either on the website or the Facebook page. There's a button on both of those for voice messages, and those come to me. And I would love to hear from you and and get your feedback in those ways. If you enjoy The Productive Woman, I would love it if you would help spread the word. And there are a couple of ways you can do that. Uh, First of all, tell a friend. If you know someone who you think might enjoy this episode or others that you've heard, tell her or him about it. Show them how to subscribe and where to find the, the podcast in iTunes or on the website. You can also share on social media, which I love. Um, There are easy sharing buttons for Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, and various other things for each episode, not just the newest episode. So you can share any episode you really like by just by clicking on the button and um, it'll, you know, post it wherever you like. And I love it when folks do that and get the word out that way. And finally, of course, you can leave a review and I would appreciate it very much if you would consider doing that. There are links to subscribe to the show or to review it in the show notes at theproductivewoman.com slash 87, or you can go to theproductivewoman.com slash iTunes, and that'll take you right to where you can do it there. I'd like to um, say a special thank you to some folks who've given me some feedback recently that I appreciate more than you probably realize. Thanks so much to Rochelle Migliori, I think who left a very recent review in iTunes and said, Honest, sweet, real. The host is wise and humble. I just discovered this podcast last week, and I'm so glad there are many episodes to listen to. So thank you, Rochelle. I'm so glad you found us and and, uh, look forward to maybe touching base with you and hearing from you again soon. I've received some really... um, kind emails recently that have uh, really touched me and really encouraged me. And so I, I, I don't think I'm going to, you know, share the, the language, but I want to thank Lori in Texas and Abigail in Mexico and Tracy also in the United States who recently sent me emails with some very kind words and some suggestions. Tracy offered a really great suggestion for a topic that I'm working on right now for a future episode. And I'd like to uh, thank Danielle from the United States and Jen from Canada who messaged me on Facebook and let me know that they found the show and that they're finding it helpful. So thank you all and to everybody else who's written to me recently. I I read them more than once and uh, really take them to heart. So I appreciate them very much. I think that's, I'm going to... Well, I want to remind you that I am available to speak at your events. So if you have a women's group or a retreat coming up this year or next, uh, if a business team could benefit from a conversation about how to be more productive, I'd love to be a part of that. So you can email me about that at feedback at theproductivewoman.com or you can call me at 972-638-0878, I think it is and uh, leave a message there and I'll get back to you. 
Finally, don't forget to nominate The Productive Woman and your other favorite podcasts for the People's Choice Podcast Awards at podcastawards.com. Nominations close on May 1st, 2016. So as this comes out, there's just a couple days left, but I'd really appreciate you considering that. And that's it for this episode of The Productive Woman. Thank you for spending this time with me. I, I hope you found it helpful. I look forward to talking with you again soon. So until next time, remember, extend grace to each other and to yourself and go make your life matter. The Productive Woman is a proud member of Noodle Mix Network. Find more of our award-winning and award-nominated podcasts to make you think, laugh, and succeed at noodle.mx.